Welcome to For the Love of Books, Bees Books Edition, a podcast by North Lancashire Libraries. Hi, this is Fanny. And this is Jenny. And you're here, we're here to talk about Bees, Bees Books. books. <laughs> I'm slightly giddy today, just to warn you, I'm slightly giddy. Oh, um, giddy good, giddy bad. Not giddy good, but um, I feel as if all my words want to come out at once. Oh. Um, so yeah. I apologise if oh. it's just like, Fleh. That's good. I, sometimes I'm like that even on a norm. Yeah. Even <laughs> on not giddy, so that's fine. So this time the theme that uh, Bee gave us was a theme I could not remember until like five <laughs> minutes ago. It was called Weather the Storm. Mm-hmm. And we thought we were done with storms by the time uh, we sort of assigned it to us. And lo and behold. You no, know, it's very windy again today. We've been blown away. Yes, my hair. Yeah. Everywhere. everywhere. This is why I, I um, did not bother to wash my hair is what the story I'm sticking with. Not because <laughs> I woke up late and couldn't be bothered to, to catch my no. train. And you do feel this time of year that even when you don't, you have leaves stuck in your hair and exactly. all sorts of things. Exactly, so you so might as well encourage nest building yes. or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> so what about the book slash books? So I only have one this week. Okay. Um, and it's a book called Freeze oh. by Kate Simmons. Hmm. I'm thinking that is. Um, and I chose it because um, of ice and, and coldness and just general so not storm as such but weather yeah uh-huh. um, oh I like that yeah. yes uh-huh. yes and basically um it's a book about um this woman who um is wanting to do a new reality tv show um and it's set in the very coldness of Greenland oh. um and it's like how these things goes there's trials and you know people have to do things and um, all that kind of stuff but people start dying and that's not a, it's not like a Hunger no, Games reality not. show, no. Okay, so that's um, not a part of the plan. No, um, oh. and um, there, is a, there is a big storm in it as well, a big snowstorm, which is quite cool. Mm. Um, but yes, that's what I've chosen. Um, and what have you chosen before I start? So I've chosen two books, and they're both actually really similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I think I was in that sort of mood, um, but they're, I'm sort of a different kind of storm, I mm-hmm. guess. So the first book is called The Ministry of Unladylike Activity, like a name that I love, by Robin Stevens. Mm -hmm. And I've spoken about her previous series before, um, Murder Most Unladylike. Oh yeah, she does like unladylike, doesn't she? (laughs) But this one's, um, uh, this features a sister, a younger sister of one of the main characters, Hazel, in the first series. So it's not, I mean, it is a spin-off, but it has a different vibe because this is about like spies and stuff so spying and things and it's set during um the blitz like the world war ii so they're weathering the storm of war Mm -hmm. i guess and bombs like the threat of bombs so it's very um like a thrust very much into the action because or into like history into history i Mm -hmm. guess because these are things that people even in living memory i think we have some people around who've like either experienced it or like know stories of it and this one puts you there with alongside them in a way that i think makes history come alive in a really nice mm-hmm. way but also it's a really fun romp even though it's murder <laughs> uh, it's a junior book as well it is it, it is yeah, a junior book and it has nice blue pages uh, which is really nice so the other one's also a junior book so mm-hmm. it's middle grade mm-hmm. uh, but I'll sell people who are not so good on middle grade uh, later but the other one's called The Swifts Mystery, Mischief, Murder. The other, uh, I I don't know, I think I saw it online, but the other sort of um, 
what's it called the subtitle of it was a dictionary of scoundrels oh <laughs> which that's fabulous yes and this one's um it's like so it's a really oddball cast of characters of a family called swifts mm-hmm. like they sort of originated in england but now they're spread far and wide and now but when the book is set it's the first in a series it's during a family reunion so oh. they're storming the storm consider the relatives yes <laughs> of like uh, they live in a huge manor house and there's like hundreds of relatives who've come so and then there's murder as oh. well so both are murdery mm-hmm. but that's not the storm <laughs> the storms are varied oh, all three of our books saying are kind of murdery oh that's true <laughs> lots of death <laughs> um, so I am reading um, the other Robin Stevens series in my lunch breaks at the moment oh, and I'm really enjoying it and I'm glad that there's something else to go on to after that it's quite a different vibe I mean it's similar in that there's a murder happening but basically this is Mae Wong who is Hazel's younger sister so Hazel was a protagonist there and in the previous series it was more like around um, I guess different settings so you travel either you're in school or you're in a very specific setting which mm-hmm. you see a little bit in this as well but I feel like the war is much more uh, prevalent as a setting. So like that feels... Because the other bits are set just before, aren't they? They are, yeah. So she's grown up. Uh, we see her briefly, her and oh, Daisy. Yeah, but they're not a part of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this, she deci- she hates school. She's been stuck. So she's uh, she was on a trip from Hong Kong mm-hmm. um, to England, in England. And she gets stuck because war is declared and she can't travel back. So she goes to the school, but unlike the previous two who pretty you know, who are very much settled into the school, she hates school, so she runs away and she decides to join up the spy ministry that's just been started. But she's too young, but she decides she wants to be a ha- spy anyway. And she um, befriends this boy um, on a train. And, you know, during the war, uh, kids from London were sent away to the country to live uh, mm-hmm. safely because they hoped that the bombs wouldn't reach them there. Okay. So they, she finds out information that there's uh, people in different, uh, like they have like suspects in different parts of the country who are uh, leaking secrets to Germany oh. and they're trying to find out who it is who is leaking secrets. So she goes to this Mena house, like she pretends to be this one of these children who are, you know, like who need to be sent out into the country. So she and this boy go and they discover, stumble upon a murder, oh. as one does. <laughs> so they've gone to find out like secret spy information and, they, and they're really good. So the sort of premise is that children are really unnoticed unnoticed by adults and they can get into places and find information in a way that adults can't always and they take real advantage of that and it again like weird characters which both like I think they're similar in that they're middle grade mysteries but also like really bizarre characters which (laughs) I love absolutely and what I really like in both of them so in the uh, in Ministry of Unladylike Activity I think I guessed who it was maybe two thirds of the way in Mm -hmm. and in the Swifts I guessed it pretty early on uh, which I suppose you can say is because it's written for kids. Mm-hmm. It's like it makes it easier for adults to figure it out. But I don't think that's always true because Robin Stevens for sure, but also Beth Lincoln who wrote this website. I didn't read out her name, but it's I think they're really clever in the way they do these things. And even if it's for, because, you know, even with Agatha Christie, sometimes you are able to guess, yeah. even though there's so many red herrings and mm-hmm. like suspects and things. And it, but it's just, I think, the character 
characters and the setting and the you want to figure out if you know who it is you want to figure out how why oh yeah why and like and also you are shouting at the characters is that obviously your suspects are <laughs> like you're saying this with all the confidence of having read mystery books Absolutely. before obviously or not don't be such an idiot uh, that's the person it's like shouting at the television when somebody goes into the basement Ex- in a horror film exactly that's mm-hmm. what i felt with the swift so much because i was sure that this person was but uh, like nobody seemed to suspect this person and every time the character was around i was like oh no what's going to happen please no. please be safe <laughs> because they're all kids mm-hmm. and it this the so with the swift it set in um so it's a, like the, the main character's name is shenanigan oh, swift well. <laughs> so this family decides to uh, pick up names from a dictionary like this was a tradition that was established mm-hmm. and they believe that the so like they have this thing of like the mother goes like closes her eyes and has to sort of pick a random page and a random name mm-hmm. and they believe the name that she picks sort of is like how the person is going to be so shenanigan is mischievous maybe underhanded mm-hmm. maybe yeah like yeah she's like she a bad and maybe yeah. <laughs> and she she so she is trying to figure out whether she's living up to her name or whether she can sort of like let the name define her or whether she can challenge the conventions a bit and her two sisters are phenomena swift and felicity swift and uh they all have different personalities mm-hmm. but they all come together to solve this mystery in a way and then there's these other like she makes friends with one of their cousins and they're fantastic they knit like these jumpers themselves of one is like the poison of a moth some sort of moth and oh. they wanted the poison splatter <laughs> they're like i couldn't find this perfect jumper anywhere so i decided to knit it myself and it's just like weird characters but i think like i guess uh, adults some grown-ups might uh, be very snobby about reading mm-hmm. like middle grade mysteries oh but they're but good they are they're yeah. good and i feel like they're more fun mm-hmm. sometimes because the adult ones are like very serious and take themselves seriously whereas these two don't yeah. like obviously there's murder and there's mystery but there's also like personality and mm-hmm. there's you know like they just the kids so they're yeah. having fun and they're trying to figure out a way uh to sort of like you know because adults don't believe them and everything is controlled by adults but they still find ways around it and it's also really easy uh, like easy read like you get i read this in a weekend mm-hmm. and it's quite a fat book it's like 450 mm-hmm. pages but it's so relaxing even though it's about murder mm-hmm. because it's you know you're just like trying to you're not i guess um adult mysteries because they take themselves so seriously it is relaxing as well mm-hmm. but in a kind of different way and if you don't want to sort of focus too much on a difficult book i think these would be really easy because you finish reading them like with a lunch time or yeah. a lunch time or just a weekend when you want to chill i think as well you cuz the for kids you kind of know that it's not going to have a horrific ending mm-hmm. or there's not going to be like proper horrific things in it and sometimes you want the mystery and a bit of murder but not the graphicness if that's, that makes sense that's such a good point because you know then it is very much about the mystery yeah. like horrible things might happen but they will not be as graphic or whatever yeah. 
and you know that at the end of the, like there's a template you know like a lot of people return to romance stories mysteries because it's sort of there's a template for how things will go there'll be suspects there'll be red herrings there'll be theories there'll be misdirections and then in the end it'll all be solved yeah. um so it's nice to relax to yeah. i think and are they both first off are there going to be more in both yes there's a second off already which i've borrowed already in the um, ministry of unladylike activity and i think this one the swifts only came out last year mm-hmm. and this gorgeous hard cover yes, as well definitely. which oh jenny you're going to love this <gasps> So oh. this was not even what I was so I just <laughs> showed Jenny the end papers it's like Victorianish wallpaper even though it's set in the present but mm-hmm. it has that gothic mm-hmm. sort of uh, thing and but but is it a map there's oh. a map of the house it's a fold out map it's a fold out map and it's purple and white as well and it's a map that Shenanigan Swift she's mapping the house because it's so old and generations of people have added secret rooms and secret oh. passages and like all these I things. want to visit this house so at uh, the house is very much a character mm-hmm. as well I feel so like yeah so map of the house and I'm hoping that the next books are also set in the house mm-hmm. um but yes it's it's fa- it's just a very different kind of world with the matriarch so there's like the head of the family is currently the matriarch and she makes decisions uh, for justice like they don't turn to the police or anything they like want to do all the decisions in the family and she just has like bizarre decisions that she like she resolves disputes by like arm wrestling oh. the arm wrestle and things oh, like that if only some like, <laughs> global disputes for yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's just mad and wacky and like oh. just really just quite good fun mm-hmm. I'm, i'm definitely going to read that that looks yeah. really good And what about your book? Yours is like a much, I think, darker adult take on like green, like Greenland in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> there's, there's murderers around. I finished it. Oh, it's one of those books. Oh, so I liked it, and then I didn't like it, and then I liked it, and oh, then no. I didn't like it, and I feel as if I don't know if I liked it on the whole. Oh, um, tell me more. I'm very curious. So it starts out something nasty happens um, many years ago. Um, you don't know anybody involved. Um, it's just like a, a kind of snapshot, and then it goes to now. So you kind of know that something, somebody in the character, you know, one of the characters now that has happened to them, but you're not quite sure who it is oh, and how right. it relates to the story. And basically. This um, lady Tori, she's um, started her own kind of production um, company, um, but they're doing it on the cheap. So her friend is doing all the camera work, and they've got an assistant who has no idea what she's doing. Um, the fiance of Tori has kind of set things up, and he's cut corners quite a lot with costs and things. So when they get to the boat that they're going to be spending their time on sailing around Greenland, it's a lot smaller. It's a lot um, more basic. Um, and some of the contestants have pulled out by this point, so they're having to rejig the show completely. Um, but while this is happening, the the sidekick who I've um, forgotten the name of, Dee, um, she's got her own story going on. But it's one of these things where quite often the the character says, as long as nobody finds out, it'll be fine. But you, you know, do, do you know there's nothing yeah. in any end of the chapter? And then another character will say, "But it's okay because nobody knows this." Oh, so are the characters annoying? Yes, yes, oh. they are. Um, <laughs> that's that's difficult because sometimes I know authors write um, not bad characters, but they write annoying or unlikable characters on yes. purpose. 
and sometimes it works and sometimes it's just like I don't want to spend time no. with you in this book <laughs> can I exactly and the first person that dies is kind of the nicest character oh there. no tragedy um, but possibly because you don't get to know him oh, before that's, he that's gets a killed fair, so. really <laughs> um, but there's there's a lot of stories going on and I felt as if there was lots of hints to things mm. but you know as a reader sometimes you are told what it is but the other characters don't know yeah so when she, they keep saying, if only nobody, as long as nobody finds out. Right. It's like, but I want to know because how can I tell what's happening here without yeah. knowing? Yeah. Um, and it turns out there's quite a lot of different things happening. So at first you think that the person who's been killed has perhaps been killed by mistake and it should have been somebody else. Oh, and then you okay. find out something else about the other character and you think, oh, you know, have they actually done that on purpose and you know there's a lot of red herrings in it Ooh, it's I very like red twisty turny yeah. and I liked that about it yeah but um, <laughs> and quite, it's a fine balance yes mm. yes and a few of the characters um, that die you go aha yes you deserve that <laughs> um, but at the same time they didn't really in like in the story itself they, they didn't really deserve to die because they weren't part of that story i'm so trying not like, to give anything away so here there's like a bigger sort of mystery happening apart from the murder mystery yeah. that is that you have to figure out but it's very annoying yes so there's like what you think is one murder mystery but in actual fact there's three going on okay um plus there's stuff that's happened to Dee's boyfriend that you oh, don't know okay. about oh, you just no. know he's been killed so she's mainly an undercover journalist and okay. she was um trying to find out about him and then it turns out they fall in love and uh, mushy mushy Um, but then something happens and he's killed he dies okay Um, it's quite high body count yes it is (laughs) but you're not given an idea of how that happened until later so again there's lots of hints to it okay but as a reader I felt it would have been better if I had known earlier on what happened to, to make other things make sense. Yes. If you see what yeah. I mean. Yeah, I guess um, it might be a rewarding reread, but yes. if it's annoyed you uh, <laughs> in the first read, yes. you might not want to go back and reread. I think I had expectations as well. I think I knew how it was going to go, that it okay. was going to be they would all go out in this boat, they would get stuck in the ice, people would start dying, um, and it would become obvious eventually. But because there's not just one thing happening, mm-hmm. There was maybe too many things happening at the same time. Yeah. Um. And I, like you, I did kind of shout a few times yeah. at the characters. Yeah. I did kind of say, "Why have you went out onto the ice? They you seem, know there's a big they hole." They should know better. Yes. My characters were no, children. The yeah. <laughs> they yes. are like, first of all, they've signed up for this ridiculous reality yes. show yes. in Greenland. <laughs> Where things are trying to, I mean, I guess it's not as bad as Australia, where things are trying to kill you, but you know, the, the the country is trying yeah, to kill you. Yeah, and like one of the, the characters is like, um, he's there as the kind of person who's telling them what the um, challenges are, and he's kind of like supposed to be the medic, and loads of things comes out about him, um, it turns out he's not who you think he is. Um, and like the premise of it is about leadership, so they have to do these um, challenges but it's more about kind of who will take charge and how that has an effect on other people and everybody in it they're from like different 
places. So one of them runs a charity, one of them's like a, a school teacher or something, I think, you know, but they've came far in whatever field they're in. But obviously none of them know anything about the snow and the ice. Oh. Um, but this guy who's like the medic, he's actually like into the environment and kind of doesn't like the fact that these people come here on these big boats yeah. to do these kind of things. Yeah. So you're thinking, oh, is he going to have, oh. you know, is he trying to kill them off because... To save the planet. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. Um, and oh, that's, that's, it sounds like there's a sort of ingredients for a good uh, book. Yeah, and talking about it out loud now, mm-hmm. I can see that there is, yeah. you know what, it could be good. But in just some places, it just kind of annoyed me. Um, yeah. And some characters weren't developed as much as they should have been. So, like the captain of the boat, um, and as I say, it's all done like on budget. And Tori doesn't even know some of the things that have been cut to save the money. Yeah. Um, so she's not expecting this really basic boat. You know, the captain's kind of got a wee story happening there, but we don't really find out about that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then the the fiance has obviously got a story but he's back in England and we don't really know anything there so I felt the book could have been slightly bigger but some of it cut out and some other things put in yeah if that makes sense (laughs) and you know you sort of working this out as you're talking made me think of what a really good library service or just life service would be like book therapy sessions. You've read a terrible book or you've read a confusing uh-huh. book or you've read a great book and you want to talk to somebody about Absolutely. it. Because like, that's what we use this podcast for. Exactly. But I think like there's not enough space like that in real life for people yeah. to do when you just actually want to just talk sit, about it. Yeah, either rant about a book like I did, you yes, know, absolutely. a few months ago. Or you just want to like, yeah, like yeah. figure things out. Yeah. Because I wouldn't rant about this book. No. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't tell people not to read it. Mm. Um, but I felt for me. Yeah. And maybe it's because of the books I usually enjoy. And yeah. Things like that. I was looking for something else. Yeah. It's not a book like your books where you could just sit back and enjoy it, and then that would be it. Yeah. It was a book that made me slightly. I angry. think the characters from the Swifts would be a really good um, sort of bunch to chuck into dreaming <laughs> because that's just like we're, we're just as you were talking is like oh I wonder how Pample Moose Pample Mouse I think that was his name would have handled this he was just this uh, guy who uh, put on a French accent but seemingly did not actually know fra- French okay uh, because one of the characters who did know French uh, tried to ask him to pass the butter and he said yes it's going to be in July <laughs> so he would just it's the kind of thing yeah. I would do yeah <laughs> but he just went around declaring duels uh, to oh. people like oh you took my la- took the last quiche uh, in from the buffet I will duel to death with you in Scrabble or something because they have so in the they, so they come from like currently they're like a bit hard up but they come from this illustrious line of rich people so they've made the house mad and in the gardens there's like a live action Scrabble board oh. uh, and like a maze and things as well but like yeah so you can play as the, you, you put these giant Scrabble tiles so like he kept dueling people arm wrestling to death <laughs> and things so he would be like just a fun guy I mean if he died it would be sad but yeah. like it would be it'd be fun I think if you took my characters and put mm-hmm. them into a big old house like uh-huh. that yeah. it would have been a different story oh um, right so it is so that Greenland acts as one of or maybe yes it, it, as you would see it's, it's, it's sort of the boat more is sort of uh, a, a character right. in it you know it, it kind of defines what ah, happens interesting. Um, and as I say there is a big snowstorm in it and they're kind of stuck out and it's how they kind of work out 
how to get back to the ship and yeah. things like that. And um, I feel like it would make for such an interesting, um, like, sort of TV show or It would movie. make an excellent miniseries. Yeah. Um, because, because I think with many CDs, that you know you don't need to know as much in the cat because i think in books you want to know more yeah you um, feel more invested uh-huh, yeah. yeah um and i think it would be great because there are some i mean one of the characters called wolf um and he's got his own like youtube channel thing um you know and he's trying to film that at the same time as doing that and you know i think he's got quite a good backstory and i think yeah it would make a great visual thing yeah but as a book yeah. not so much hmm, if that makes sense yeah it's unsatisfying which is always disappointing that is exactly the word party unsatisfying yeah. <laughs> see this is why uh next up we're gonna launch a book therapy <laughs> session at Coatbridge library we would just get lots of people coming in and going i hated this book i hated it i hated it but then sometimes it's nice to rant about the specifics of why you hated it yes. i for sure felt so cathartic ranting about the name of the wind <laughs> But, you know, it's like, I think, yeah, just conversations around books, yeah. maybe. Plus, when we both really enjoy a book. Absolutely. Cam's in hurry up. <laughs> um, you know, it's great to talk about that. Because you do turn into total fan girl. For sure. Know, it's, it's, for sure. Yeah. And, like, also when you're ambivalent about it, books, yeah. you're just, like, you want to, like, talk about the things that irritated you or the things that you, like, were okay. But, yeah, just sometimes you just want to talk about. And when you say things out loud, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's different because a book is very much in your own head absolutely um, it's like sometimes you know you mispronounce names and things mm-hmm. because you, you know and then you say it out loud and you go oh that's not what yeah that no <laughs> so i have uh sort of uh resisted the temptation of naming the aunt the matriarch's name is arch aunt because i don't know how to pronounce <laughs> the name i did notice you, um, <laughs> yes yeah. because it's you know the joke yeah isn't it beautiful it's the german word for um uh, reveling in other people's misfortune. Do you know oh. what I mean? Oh. It's called... Uh, so, I'll, I'll ask you to... This is riveting content, <laughs> but... Yes, so it's on okay, the first page. See. Yeah. Schadenfreude? So, I would say that is... Sh- no, I wouldn't say that at all. Yeah, I've, see, I've this, is right. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. This is right. But it is quite, like, online. It's become, like, this thing uh, where uh, people sort of, like, you know, sort of revel in other people's, like, misfortune, misery, whatever. And that's what she was named. So when you're reading the book, how did you say that name? Did you just skip over it? I, I just, like, read it really quickly. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to pay too much attention because I'll have to figure out how to say it. I was like, yes, I know the German word. So in my head, I knew what it was, the mm-hmm. definition, but the actual thing, just, no, just hurry past. Over it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I did that quite a lot as well. <laughs> but yes, I think this was great. Uh, stormy weather reads. Yes, um, and we can definitely say that this book, my book, was stormy weather. Because, absolutely. Yes. And it caused a bit of a storm of confusion yes. in your forehead. <laughs> a bit like ants. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, so uh, I think B will be happy. I, I think, think hopefully so. our listeners will be happy. Mm-hmm. But what about next time? So the next one is, and this has literally come out of the blue, is Out of the Blue. Oh! Yes. <laughs> Sometimes B has a right good think about things and, yeah. and things like that. Um, but obviously last time it was just about the weather. Yeah, and last, this time, and I had the flu before that. Yeah, so sure. it was... but I think this time she's just like, nah. 
Um, so out of the blue. I think like all three of our books today, well, mine quite literally in the case of yes. the Ministry of <laughs> Unladylike Activity with the blue pages, yes. they'd all fit in in different ways. Yes. Oh, I'm really mm. excited to see what happens. Yes. <laughs> but so, uh, in the meanwhile, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.